Hello, everyone, and welcome to Downtown with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And I would like to start this by saying I don't think I did, but I may have inadvertently got my boss fired. Okay, so what, how, how do you get your boss fired? Did he, did he, did he he hit on you? Was it a Harvey Weinstein situation? First of all, uh, I don't know why you assumed that she was a man, but. Oh no, oh no. uh, Oh no. Her name is Heather. Maybe I just assumed that only guy bosses do bad things. Which is Probably. a bad thing on my part. Well, Either here's the thing. I'm, so, I'm a bad sexist person. <clears throat> yes, you're, you're an awful sexist person. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was the restaurant that I work at, the owners designed these business cards. And the business cards, they decided to put her name on it and her personal cell phone number on it. Because she was the GM. Uh-huh. And that's a no-go. Like, that's that's awful. I, I would never, ever approve of anyone putting my personal phone number on anything. And so she was talking about it when I think it was me and maybe one other server that were working that day. It was a weekday. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I don't know what I should do about this. Like, I'm really uncomfortable with that. And I was like, no, no, fuck that. No, get it. Like, you need to talk to them immediately and have them take that off. Like, that's absolutely not happening 100%. And I like I yeah, I, right? hyped, like they can't be I hyped you. her up a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, I, like, I still yeah, yeah, they yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. But it, it was. I mean, I still stand by that. I that, like that's absolutely unacceptable. Like, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Uh, I definitely feel like they shouldn't because when I was a manager at a restaurant. I was spending my whole entire life there, so I felt like the the few moments I got to be at home were my moments of peace. And I did right. not like it when people called my cell phone, even my employees or my coworkers would call me on my cell phone on my days off. Like I would literally turn my phone off. I'm not doing that. Right. So no, they should not have her her cell on the on the thing. Right. Because it's like you're the GM. You don't own the place. You like it doesn't. They don't own you. You know. Exactly. So I was very enthusiastic about this and I got her to be very enthusiastic about it. And then the next time I came in, she was not there anymore. She got fired. She got fired. Uh, She was no longer working there the next shift that I came in for. And the other manager had also quit because he didn't want to be stuck with all the work of two managers. (laughs) Oh my god. So are you guys are you just running the zoo now? <laughs> no, so the owners of the restaurant are now currently the acting managers, which is notoriously a super great thing for a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's like super not awesome. <clears throat> yeah, so oh, we don't we no. don't have there's no urgency for getting schedules out, so I have no idea when I'm working like this week. Uh they that sent out is. four different versions of the schedule last week. Which Oh my god. <laughs> the last version we received was on Thursday. The schedule they sent out on Thursday started that Monday. Like I don't know I don't know what their thought process was behind all of this. But anyway. Well, I mean, they're also the ones who made a prefixed like cider <clears throat> menu restaurant thing. I, I don't yes. know. Yes. Here's the thing. There's a lot of I I don't want to talk bad about the restaurant because I legitimately still think it's like a good experience, so I don't want to talk shit about it. Like if you were to come in as a customer to the Brooklyn Cider House in in Bushwick, I still think you would have a really good time and it'd be worth your money. Um and that's me who Even knows there's all no of the Like if you said yeah, you would like That's to me who knows manager, all the bullshit. Nobody's coming. <laughs> <laughs> No, you would just get the owner. Peter's there literally every night. I hated that. They'd be like, I want to speak to the manager. I'd be like, well, I am the manager, ma'am. She'd be like, well, then I want to see an owner. And I'm like, (laughs) in what world do you get your wish in that situation? Like, come on now. Like, what? I mean, how often do you go to a restaurant and the owner's actually there? 
If, if you're going to a restaurant that hasn't been established for, like, more than a year, then maybe. Because I feel like the owners are always there at a younger restaurant, but... Yeah, it's like, uh, how about the owner doesn't spend his whole day here because he owns a bunch of restaurants, but also he did spend his own, his whole day there, and he would tell me to, like, hide that fact from the <laughs> Be like, yeah, he's right there, but I'm not allowed to say that. Right. Especially since he's an owner, he'd just give them whatever they wanted. So I'd tell them no, and then the owner would tell them yes, and now I'm the the jerk, you know? So yeah, whatever. Screw the restaurant industry. My uh, my store is True. now going to sell pints of beer as in addition to just selling beer. Like uh-huh. we have a tap now, so we're actually you can drink at oh. the store now. Oh, that's and so, so sick! Like, the re- and they're like, Emily, you are a bartender, right? And I'm like, No, this no, is not happening, I guys. Refuse. Like, <laughs> I've been on the other side of this. This is service now, and I'm not doing it again. <laughs> The second someone complains about service, it's all over. It's yeah. done. You are not a liquor store anymore. You are a, a bar, and I don't want any part of it. <laughs> but you could get those sweet tips, Emily. I don't want them anymore. I, I make hourly. I'm fine with it. You know, it I make all good. I make a predictable amount of money a week. I can accurately budget out. I'm fine. I'm so okay with it. I've made my peace with it. Yeah, and... not being able to do that is miserable, especially since I went from doing like four to five shifts a week to doing two shifts a week because we have no fucking managers. Oh my god, I can't believe that. It's just absolutely insane. Yeah, I need to tell them like this is not how I make rent. Yeah, you need to, well, be careful. Don't talk to them too much so that they know who you are because then they're going to make you the manager, which is what happened to me. That'd be they were fun. Like, hey, you've been they would, for they would make me the manager. I would make manager money and be able to put that I was a manager at like a fine no. dining establishment no. on my resume, no. and no. then I would leave a month no. later. <laughs> no, no, John, no. It's a slippery slope. It's a mistake. It's a trap. Don't do no, it. No, I'm I'm already planning on putting my two weeks in at like halfway through April. My, yeah. my, my, I don't know if I've said that on the podcast. I probably have. My days in New York are numbered. So what are we going to do? It's in like, have, it's in like the thirties. We have like the New York skyline in our brand new podcast art. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Our, our podcast started in New York. That's true. Our, our podcast spent the majority of its lifetime in New York. So I think it's still fair. Both of us, yeah. both of us owe a good amount of experience to New York. Maybe not city, but state. I got city experience. <clears throat> no, you, we both, experience. we both do. But the majority of my New York quote unquote experience is from the state and not the city. Whatever, John, because it's all about you, right? No, you that get it. No, I'm just first in the iTunes profile. <laughs> no, no, I literally Whatever. just. I just Bye, had John to broaden Downey, the umbrella. <laughs> we all know. I just had to story. make it a broader term so it was more accurate to our collective experience. <laughs> it's true. New York is what binds us together. Nothing else. <laughs> we were brought together by our mutual New York experience. We recorded that's how an episode. John and I- that's how in John South and I Carolina. actually know each other. John, I don't think we really ever talk about how we met. Yeah. Do you, you want to? Do you want to tell the story? <laughs> yeah, we were we were at a bar, mm-hmm. and I uh, and they were like, I I walked up to the bar, and he was sitting at the bar, and I walked up there, and I said, Hey, I'll have a I'll have a Budweiser, put it on Downey, and he goes, You better fucking not. Because <laughs> my tab's downy, and then we had this sort of oop oop. Let me see your ID. Oh my god! And then we found out that we're actually long lost twins. I guess siblings. Yeah. Twins aren't different ages. No, we're uh, twins. And that's how we. That's we how were. We, met. we were birthed of the same story. womb. We were actually on the Today Show together. Um, yes. Revealing, telling our story, our yes. origin story. Yeah, we met on the Today Show, and then there our worker said tears. some bullshit. Al Roker said some dumb fucking shit. And that's that's actually why that, we... That's why I say I will fight Like, him. We, we said on the show when we started out that our vendetta was because... Like, we, we acted like it was a fabrication. Like, yeah, we just like it was kind all... of 
came and it came out it. of nowhere but really that, it came from a very very emotional time in our past yeah. when it was supposed to be this beautiful moment between two reunited siblings and then al fucking roker comes in and and just messes with all that beautiful beautiful energy it, that was happening in the studio he just says some dumb stuff that i won't even repeat it was so disgusting <laughs> Yeah, and it was. Some, it was some dumb shit. He and shit. I will eventually. He and I, and I will eventually meet in combat. Like that yes. is that is why it's because of the Downey origin story. It was actually Emily's. Emily's being a little bit coy because of because of me. But it really, it was it was mostly directed towards me. Yeah, and Emily. And of course, I'm the older sibling. I have to protect Emily him. Emily offered to fight Al Roker to protect my honor. Yeah. And that's that's why I'm not involved in the fight. Yeah, it's just me and him. You come after my blood. You come after me. That is <laughs> that is my saying. That is we my, we are thick know. as thieves here in thick the Downey blood family. Is thicker than water. <laughs> I love my adopted family very much, but I will do anything for this boy. <laughs> Sweet cherub. My adoptive family that let me keep my name. <laughs> For this story to work. All right. We stalled a lot. Do we do? What's our what's our episode today? I how to drive it nope. Yeah, how to buy a car. How to drive a car. How to buy a car? We could do we could do how to drive a car and then how to wait. How to buy a car and then how to drive a car. Well, Let's do it. I mean, chronologically, you should probably learn how to drive a car before you buy a car. Okay, well, I have a story about this. Because <laughs> I recently <laughs> participated in a job interview process in which I did say that I knew how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> and I I do not know how to drive a stick shift, but I figure in the in the application it said must know how to drive a stick, and so I said I better better at least say I know how. And so I did do that. I did say that I knew how to drive a stick shift. Um, and I did, like, throw in the caveat that it had been a while. I was like, yeah, I've driven a stick. That's it's good. Been a yeah. while, but, you know, <laughs> you like, gave yourself possible deniability. Sort of hedging my bets a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so I sort of... It would help if it wasn't so much like riding a bike. Like, I haven't driven yeah. stick shift in, holy shit, like two years. And I'm but confident that if I got in one, yeah. I would be able to do it very well. Well that's, well, that's great. I don't know how to do that. But anyways, I, I'll learn. I'll learn. It's fine. Uh, You'll be so fine. We went to, Just watch we went it. Watch out backs. for it. Because if you, as soon as you learn how to drive stick and people learn that about you, they assume that you know stuff about cars. That was my mistake. Yeah, I know. Like, gears, I'm so happy I, I know how to drive cars. I know how to drive stick shift. But literally, whenever you mention it to someone... They they always come up and they're just like so so like <laughs> they say stupid shit like they start asking you about transmissions and like at different kinds of engines like I don't know fucker I don't know dude like I literally just know how to turn this I know how to put in the clutch and then just change the gears that's all I know how to do that's more I know how to get into I got into first gear and no I didn't get into second yesterday but this is okay this is my story so we Second's went to important. the CarMax. And I was like, I'm looking for, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Stick, I don't know, stick ma- shift. Manual Standard? transmission? Standard transmission? Manual. I was looking for manual yeah. transmission. So they're like, we have three on the lot. One of them was this beautiful Jeep Wrangler. And I don't know why. I've been in this nice. house like three weeks. And all of a sudden I was like, I want a Jeep. You don't want a fucking yeah. Jeep, Emily. <laughs> you became, you became a Jeep you. girl so fast. Yeah, I was like, oh, all right. I'm at the beach. I'm in the south. It's time to get a Jeep. This is the, part, this is the <laughs> chapter of my life. Buy an expensive and useless vehicle. So <laughs> I yep. go. It's beautiful. It's like this forest green color. I really liked the color. I think that's what I liked most about it. Also, you could like very comfortably sit on the the front of it. It had this little bu- part sticking out on the bumper. You could just sit right there. I could envision myself cracking a beer. Watching I was literally just going to say. Who knows? <laughs> So I was like, oh, this is beautiful. This is fantastic. And this, uh, the girl who's working there, Destiny, 
she uh which i thought was you know really fantastic oh god the person no. selling me my car is gonna be named destiny right it just yeah she so should she should be she should be in charge of selling people all of the things that like all these big life-changing things like she should be she should be a Houses. real estate agent yeah she- exactly <laughs> <laughs> whatever selling puppies you know whatever. she should be but- <laughs> she should be a wedding organizer like so Destiny and I had this conversation, and she goes, well, would you like to drive it? And I know that they have to be in the car with him with my dad. I'm like, yeah, we'll drive it. I give my license. He gives his, knowing that I cannot even turn on this car. Like, I don't <laughs> you just You just have to put in the clutch it. before you turn the key. Yeah, I know. Okay, I learned this. So dad's driving it around. He's like, oh, it drives great. It's a lovely car, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, Yeah, the clutch sits you, really right? high, which is nice. So it's me... My dad and a salesperson named Destiny, and we're driving around Myrtle Beach. <laughs> this is the name of my memoir, by the way. <laughs> in this Jeep Wrangler. And she goes, well, the car's supposed to be for you, right? And I was like, well, yeah. And she goes, well, why don't you give it a try? I was like, well, I don't know how to drive it. <laughs> she was yep. like, why? Why do you want it? I'm like, so I can learn how to drive it, you know? And she was like, yeah. okay. She's like, well, you can try. My dad's like do you want to like get it i was like destiny i don't want to scare you she's like don't worry i don't know how to drive them either (laughs) okay okay yeah but that's yeah but you are destiny you are not getting in the driver's seat right now to drive it that's the difference and she's like it's fine it's cool so we pull in behind a grocery store we do we switch it up and dad gives me a little lesson i stalled it about fifty thousand times (laughs) (laughs) Try to be modest with my estimation here. Maybe 50,000 50, times. Right. Driving around. I get it all the way in a second. It's fun. We're doing it. It's a fun car to drive once you learn how to drive it. Yeah. But oh no, my, stick shift oh is super fun. Yeah. So that was my, like, pretend, like pretending I'm going to dr- buy a car so that I can pretend, like, try to drive it and see what's up. But it was a nice car. It was, like, way too much money, though. It had like seventy thousand miles on it. Was like eighteen thousand dollars. Whoa! How? Yeah, what year I mean, was it? Two thousand eight. Wow! It's a decade old. I mean, yeah, I know it. I know it has under a hundred thousand miles on it, but that's 12. crazy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they're like, well, Jeeps hold their value. I'm like, only in Myrtle Beach, where everyone and their cat wants a Jeep for some stupid reason. Yeah. And no, it it's it's because of the like, brand. Cool. It's because the brand well, yeah. is so like fad right now. Yeah, of course. And it's, like, had this, like, soft top that you could roll down, and that's cool for the beach. But at the same time, I'm driving on 95 all the time, like, going up to Virginia, New York, whatever. I mean, that thing would be hell at high speeds. It would be so loud. Yeah. No, it's even even worse at low speeds, I promise. Yeah. I was, like, I was sorely tempted by it. I really was. But there's no way. There's no way. But I just, I got no. so, like, I understand why they sell for so much money. Because I was like, it's pretty. And I don't even know yeah. how to drive it. And I wanted it. Yeah. It's just a toy. It's a big toy. I do not have the sort of, sort of, uh, money for that, for a big toy right now. But, yeah. Do we so want to. That was my story. Do we want to teach the people how to drive stick shift? Uh, we could, we could do that. I mean. I can use my limited experience. Yeah, why don't you go ahead. And you tell the people what you know about driving stick shift. Okay. So, yeah, Kit said the word pop it, pop the clutch. And popping the clutch fu- is... That sounds violent. <laughs> First of all. And secondly, it's misleading. Because the clutch, you could pop it by just, like, letting your letting it go. That's not what you want to do. And that's not what he means by that. That's what I learned yesterday. Yeah, you can, you can feel when it clicks. Engine. What? It, like, kind of f- pops. It kind of, like, thunk. Does a little thunk yeah. right here. Yeah. It's because um, the yeah, the, the pedal lies pretty high and then you have to you have to start to push it down and then like somewhere in the middle of you pushing it down, you're gonna feel a shift. Yeah. In the in okay, the transition. I, thought, I thought this was my instruction, John. I thought this was like my I'm turn. just I'm trying to explain your terminology. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So so you you have the car, you you get into it, you put your seatbelt on because it's safety first. Yes, and then helmets. Y- you put the key in the ignition if it still has a key. Most of these cars have buttons now, which I yeah. find ridiculous. Who is like, I don't want to do all this work of turning <laughs> the key. I don't want to pull the key out of my pocket. 
Which, by the yeah. way, whenever I get into Mom's car or Sam's car, they both drive mo- like pretty new Mazdas that have the push to start. I yeah. always take the key out anyway, and then I inadvertently <laughs> leave the key in the car. And then the car yells <laughs> There's, at you. If you get... If you get a car with a push to start, don't take the key out of your pocket, even though it's part of your muscle memory. Teach yourself not to do that, because I always do it. Oh, I have a purse, so it's great not to dig around in there. But anyway, oh, yeah. you push in the clutch all the way, which it goes a far way. Like, you have to sit significantly further up if you're driving a, a stick ship. With not, I did not realize. You push it all the way in, and then you turn the car on, and then you yep. put it in first. And then you slowly mm-hmm. release the clutch, and as you're slowly releasing the clutch, you're alternating, putting your foot on the gas, and then when your foot's on the gas, then you release the clutch all the way, and then you're going, and then you're in first yeah. gear, and then to go to <clears> second <throat> gear, you get it up to a certain way, and then your engine's starting to go like, I don't want to do this anymore, and so then you pop the clutch in all the way again, and then do the same, put it in second, and then slowly release and keep accelerating, right? Like, yeah. it's a gentle... Yeah, that's, that's pretty it's good. A, you have to alternate. Yeah, right? it's... So, well, alternate's not a great... Let me try. <laughs> See okay. what I can do. So, yeah. it's a slow when, release and a slow... It's yeah, like yeah. It's a balance. But you... To, to, get the car, to get the car just going slowly to start... You wanna you wanna just put a little bit of the gas in. It's not like it's not like you continuously press down the gas until you're rev like revving it no, and you slowly no, no. release. You just you put your foot down on the gas just a tiny tiny bit until it's just like you can hear the engine going, and that's yeah. when you start and the then release. Like clicks in, it clicks into place. Your gears catch. Yeah. And then you go because it's all about. Well, like, well, well hang clutch. on. I know the mechanics let me, let me, of it actually. Let me better. finish. Let me finish explaining it. So you put the you put the gas down a little bit until you can hear the engine going, and that's when you start pulling your foot off the clutch really slowly. <laughs> like especially if you're just starting and you don't know where the catch, the where the uh, where the release is on the clutch. Mm-hmm. Like when when someone says that the clutch sits really low or sits really high, they mean that catch point. That's what they're mm-hmm. talking about when they say that. So yeah, that's when you want to start pulling your foot off the clutch, and that's. Once you start to feel the car moving, you're like you're right there, and then it's you'll then you'll feel the clutch release, and then it's well, all on the gas, basically. Well, <clears throat> all I would think about when I think about driving stick is that I'm left-handed, and that one episode of Rugrats where they find out that Chucky is left-handed, and Chucky's dad is also left-handed, and he know he says, "Well, he'll never be able to drive a stick." Because I can't drive a stick because I'm left-handed. And then all the grown-ups and adults make fun of him. They're like, you can't drive a stick shift. Ha ha ha. Chucky's dad, what a loser. No wonder your wife died. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't remember that part. No, I do. It was I was like, my spouse will die. Um, and I was like, hey, I'm left-handed. And then I was like, I guess I'll never drive a stick. I'm about seven years old. I have no idea what that means, but I guess that's my life plan now. And, uh, and then the other thing is that my friends in Argentina, one of my friends is from England, one of my friends from, from Buenos Aires, and we're all driving in the car together. He's got a, you know, a, a, a manual shift. And they're going, uh, I was like, yeah, I never learned. And they're like, well, what's your license for then because apparently in these two countries you literally cannot get a license unless you you can drive stick unless you can drive stick and so they were just laughing at me like what's your license for you don't know how to drive well you just get in a car and just turn it on like you're not doing any work you don't have to know anything yes just ripped into me for about 30 minutes it was really harsh they're like these americans like just turn on the car and have the car do all the work for you i was like you guys are jerks <laughs> <clears throat> i was like and then, then you teach felt me but then i, I then you felt like felt so like bad chucky's dad uh, yeah and then i felt so bad i had to leave the country what's chucky oh, oh man wow they shamed me out of argentina. they shamed you out of argentina yeah um, Were I mean, I'm me also Chucky's last name. Yeah, I don't what... remember it. It's Chucky. Wait. I don't know. Oh shit! It's Tommy Pickles. It's the Pickles. Yeah, family. it's the Pickles family. I remember. I remember P- Tommy's Angelica dad's name. Angelica is also a Pickles. Yes, because they're Angelica and Tommy and Dill's dads are brothers. 
Yeah. And their dad's name is Stu. Yeah, it was Stu and Drew. Stu and Drew. And then there's the Carmichaels next door. Susie Carmichael. Oh, it's Susie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Chucky is. God, I don't remember. I was no. I I was what I was gonna ask was his dad's name. I don't. Was he Chucky Junior? Was he? Was his name Chuck? No, his name isn't Charles. Chucky's name is Charles. I don't remember. I don't. It's so. I loved that show. It's been so long. Rugrats. Rugrats. Well, I feel like it's getting a lot of recognition now. I see people talking about on the internet a lot, but we didn't talk about it for so long. But that was such a good show. Like, I loved it. I it loved tackled it. a bunch of subjects that, like, Finster. I mean, it was the only it was the only show I can remember that even talked about Judaism at all. Yeah, because they were Jewish. Yeah, and the, like I remember, like I'm, I'm we are not Jewish even a little bit, and oh, I remember um, I remember that Hanukkah special really really well. Yeah, it's a uh, Finster, Chucky Finster. Oh yeah, Finster. Yeah, I didn't, and then and then Phil and Lil Deville. Phil and Lil Deville, just, and their mom pretty, was so cool. Yeah, she was like, wasn't she like she wasn't a lesbian, but she was like really butch. Yeah, she was buff. Yeah. Yeah, she was cool. And then their dad was like this skinny dude. What a great show! It was a okay. really good show. <laughs> so I feel like this is a good time to go to music. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so our musical guest oh, today. Oh, I read Angie a. Cap- I, sorry, I I read a I read a post I read a post the other day that was like somebody talking about how important the episode where Chucky's dad was talking about how his wife died and they were like my mom died when I was really really young and I remember watching this episode vividly and it was like a really touching story to for like the, having this perspective yeah. from this person watching Rugrats. Rugrats yeah, is a great show, and if you have kids, you should you should you should dig up Rugrats and show your kids Rugrats because it's a great show. Yep. Anyway, Rugrats is freaking fantastic. All right, all right. I still remember the theme music too. Anyways, um, our musical guest today is Angie Capone and the Vibes with their song "Special." Uh, these guys are a local band, and Angie is actually the person behind the annual Rock the Ribbon Festival that benefits local breast cancer patients here oh, wow. in. The Myrtle Beach area. So, yeah, she's, awesome. she puts together a lot of local artists and puts together this festival every year for uh, basically performers that wouldn't otherwise get a chance to share the stage with um, the bigger names in the area. So it's really great. So these guys, once again, are Angie Capone and the Vibes with their song, Special.
Thank you. That was Angie Capone and The Vibes with their song Special. With her song Special? She's she's the the band leader. Yeah. I don't know if she writes the songs. Doesn't matter. There's a good song. I do not have the information on that. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you so much, Angie Capone and the Vibes. I have the names of all the Vibes too, actually. I mean, I wanna, I wanna, do you wanna, do you wanna read the names of the Vibes? I wanna, I wanna give, not that I wanna take away credit from Angie, but I feel like, like no one, no one cares about the Pips. Okay. So I got, I got everyone. The Vibes are Angie Capone on acoustic guitar and vocals, Jared Martell, lead guitar, Richie Schroyer with bass guitar, and Charles Sellers on drums. So thank you guys. Great song, special. Uh, We will provide a link in the description below for you to find out more about them and also about the Rock the the Ribbon Festival. Yeah. Breast Cancer Month is in October, so I'm guessing that's probably when it is, but... All the information for that will be posted. Yeah, but what a great cause! That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. All right. No one. Everyone so, talks about. Everyone talks about Huey Lewis. No one talks about the news, man. I want to know yeah, more about the news. Well, well, we talked about the vibes here on Downtime. That can never be yeah. taken away from us. There <laughs> we go. Uh, yeah. So where were we? We talked about the Rugrats. We got pretty deep into that, but this is yeah, about cars. This is about cars. We are. This is. We are gearheads here <laughs> on Downtime with John and Emily. Real this is actually, we, this is Car Talk 2.0. This is, yeah, this is basically the newest version of Car Talk. Waiting for our first caller now to, to, to mimic the noise that their car is making so that we can remotely diagnose it. Because we know pretty much everything about cars, I'd you've, say. You've listened to Car Talk, right? Yeah. That shit's bonkers. Like, yeah, where they, well, they used to be on NPR, and then one of them passed away, one of the guys. Yeah, dude. And they're but they still do the best of specials now. That's they the have thing. Enough they had material. Yeah, they one of the dudes died. I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you to literally say the same information that you were about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> they, they just have so much recorded material that they can just play best of specials and piece together old episodes to like create basically new content from them, which is absolutely insane. But I yeah. mean, it's not you really information You know what the you know the estimated bad, so. you know what the estimated time. On that is for for quote unquote new episodes. What? After from the time he died, they said that they were going to piece together best of specials from all of their previous shows, and they estimated that they were going to be able to come up with quote unquote new material for the next eight years. Holy moly! Like that's that fucking is... insane. Like <laughs> Dude, you and I could just keep going for years and years and years and get our own best of specials. We'd have about two hours. <laughs> <of> <laughs> salvageable <laughs> that's not weird dated information about the rats. <laughs> yep get, sounds about song, right i always found out if we had better editors that weren't ourselves that we would get a good 15 minutes of pure comedy gold <laughs> out of I, thought, episode. I thought for sure there'd be something worthwhile <laughs> to listen gotta, to in here there's gotta be 
something. We'll find It'll it eventually. Patchwork quilt of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why we're doing this. We we want to get enough recorded so we can sift through it eventually and find eventually find something of maybe, value. Maybe forty <laughs> minutes. Tops 40 minutes of material we can piece together to send to someone to prove that we're funny. Yeah, but right now it's just, no, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So cars. We got, right. we got your cars right here. Dude, oh shit, we talked about how to, how to drive a stick shift. What were we supposed we to talk did, about? So what are we, what are we calling this episode? How- uh, how to drive a car. Is it how to drive a car now? Alright. We still, we're over halfway through the episode. We still have no idea what the episode is. <laughs> okay, I, I'm good at this. I drove for Uber for a while. I, okay, like, tell, talk to us about that. I have no interesting story when I drove for Uber. That's what, like, everyone wants... Great Uber stories. Whenever I tell them that, they're like, "Oh man, do you get like, do you get a lot of crazy partiers like puking all over your back seat?" Like, no, it literally never happened. I had to, I had to drive some drunk people home once, but no one ever puked in my car, which is kind of upsetting actually. When you consider the amount of money they compensate you for, well, sorry, not compensate you for. If you, if you are no, in an Uber fine. and you vomit, they fine you like two hundred dollars. And that all no goes shit. to that, yeah, it's nuts. But it's great for the Uber driver because it yeah. literally, it pays them for for basically getting their car cleaned and the amount of time that they're going to have to be out of commission, basically. But Dang. no, it never happened. There was, the worst thing that ever happened to me was somebody brought their, their leftovers, like I picked them up from a restaurant. They brought their leftovers in my car and they spilled it and then left it and then didn't like I didn't know until I until I picked the next person up and they're like oh I think someone puked in your car and then I looked back there and it was just stir fry. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's then, rude. Yeah, it sucked. But yeah, no, I I've everyone always wants crazy Uber stories and I just don't have them. Oh, uh, there once there was a guy. Who picked me up in Brooklyn? Take and I. So I asked him because I was like, you know, my thing. If I was like awake and sober and conscious, then I wanted to talk to the Uber driver. And so I asked him, like, what's the, what's the furthest you, you've driven? And this guy says this one guy broke up with his girlfriend, and asked me. He said he made a terrible mistake, and so he got in the car and asked me to drive him to Philadelphia and back yep. from Brooklyn to Philadelphia. Yeah. And to, to get back together with his girlfriend. So they did. They drove, like, I don't know, like four hours? That's that's a long drive. Jeez. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you can, you can request a ride that far. But yeah. the... And then everyone else just said, like, rich kids from Connecticut going to Barclays for a concert. Their parent, their, like, the Uber is on their parents' gold card or whatever. Right. And so the kids just go out, get out of Barclays, and catch a cab back to their house in Westchester or Connecticut or wherever. And Jesus. so those are typically long rides, but that happens all the time. Like, just like knobs from out of right. town going to see yeah. concerts in New York. So I had one Uber, Uber driver. I, went, I, I had an Uber driver when I visited Sam in Charlottesville. We, I showed up too late to catch the bus because she was in a sorority and they had all these formals and I was coming down into town for a formal and we, we missed the bus, but we got permission to drive there. Sororities are weird. They have weird rules about stuff. But anyway, so we took an Uber there and this, this guy, he called himself, he, he said that his nickname was Pickles. Sure. And he, he asked us if we wanted to hear the story behind his nickname, and I very much did not. But he ended up yeah, telling those us. Yeah, normally it's just like, nah. Right. I'm good, thanks. I already know enough information, I think, just yeah. to, to last me a lifetime. So it's like, I'm good without having this piece in my brain just yeah. sitting there. He said, <laughs> I guarantee you don't, you can't guess why my nickname is Pickles. And I was like, I probably can, but don't. okay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I super don't care. He claimed to have... <laughs> Five children from one night. 
He is that said why his name is Pickles, or is that no. a, like unrelated? No, that was an unrelated thing. He claimed to have. It was either three or five, but I'm pretty sure it was five. He claimed to have five kids. I'm so kids. grossed out by this already. Yeah, no, he was a weird dude, and I don't believe a single word that he said the entire time he was driving us there. But he claimed that he had... Oh, this is the Uber one, driver. One oh crazy God. night in college that got five women pregnant. Wow, it sounds like a lot of women... It sounds like he's a really gullible dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds like he's a goddamn liar. Yeah, all right. Also, I don't, I mean, I don't believe that leagues exist or anything like this, but if you saw this dude, like, come on, Pickles. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he looks better in college, who knows? Maybe. Um, But yeah, he claimed, the reason I I thought of Pickles is because I, uh, oh, by the way, his, his name was Pickles because at one point he thought that Pickles grew and weren't made out of cucumbers. That was the wow. whole, that was the whole reason behind that. He said Does that Does he force everyone he, to get in his who gets in his car to hear that or do you think you were chosen? I for no, some I reason? I guarantee he he tells a bunch of stupid stupid giant lies to try and get good reviews like oh he had such great stories. I no. <laughs> Anyway, oh yeah, the reason why I brought him up is because he he claims to have driven someone from the Charlottesville area all the way up to New York City. I, again, oh, I don't okay, believe a yeah. word he said. But. I mean, I've heard stories like that from other Uber drivers where they drive a long, long way. But, like, yeah, normally it's, like, New York to Philly, stuff like that. It's yeah. Like, okay, a little more feasible. People down here, like, Uber drivers down here will drive from Myrtle to, to Charleston and back. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not crazy. I I got rides that that took over an hour. Yeah, like, I had to drive right, people okay. from from Virginia up to like the Baltimore area. It's which God, sucks, sucks, especially that's since that's I drove so I drove before they had the feature for drivers where now you can you can set a destination for yourself. Like if you're going home, yeah, 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 yeah. and then you can get matched with rides that are going towards your your final destination. Yeah, Which is super really nice, but I was driving Argentina, before they had yeah. that, and it sucked. So in I would Argentina, get rides all the way up that. into Maryland, and then just like, it's 4 a.m., I'm going to go home and go to bed, and I just have to drive an hour and a half back home, and it sucks. Without making money, yeah. Without making any money. Um, yeah, it stinks. I thought about driving Uber when I got here, and I was really broke, but I don't have a car, so... <laughs> and I can't drive one, apparently... Destiny According is, to uh, Argentina is friends. my witness. As dusty as my witness, I cannot drive a stick shift. Although she was very zen about the whole thing. She was like, you know, I learned a lot from this experience. And I'm like, did you? She is very nice. I still have her, her CarMax business card. Might give her a ring. Mm-hmm. Purchase a vehicle. We'll see. We'll see. Somebody's going to have to like, okay, how do you drive a car? Okay. So... If we're if we're still going with the stick shift, I feel like we didn't finish with the stick shift thing. Do all like that we stuff we it. said before. No, no, no. We we taught you how what to. About, st- what's downshifting? People always talk about it. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in theory, I do. Right? Like, it's like, okay, well, you're going fast and you want to go slower, but you don't break. I don't know. You get. No, no, no. I don't you get it. you wanna you wanna <laughs> you 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 put your foot on the brake to slow down. <laughs> like you don't you don't re- rely on your gears to slow you down, or else you're gonna fuck up your transmission. So That's what Dad told me to do. What? No, you gotta slow down a little bit so you're like comfortably in a speed that is good for that gear that you're going down to. Because as okay. long as you're as long as you're moving, you can be in pretty much any gear it's not great you don't you don't want to do that because it's not optimal mm-hmm. like if you're if you're going 25 miles an hour and you're in fifth gear you're not going to be it doesn't you like you can feel the engine trying to do something that it doesn't want to do um god i haven't driven stick shift in a long time anyway so we taught you how to like start moving in a stick shift but we didn't we yeah, didn't teach you anything that's beyond good, that, right? That's all you need. No, you don't. This <laughs> goes slow. Roll. I once, I once that's heard someone say that job. you wanna when you're like speeding up, like if you're on a highway, you first of all always shift and always turn in second gear, 
So when you're when you're braking to go into a turn, you want to downshift. Why do you have to turn in second gear? I don't know. You don't want to be in first gear because that's too slow. You want to you want to be turning oh. in second gear. I don't I don't know the yeah, reason why. Yeah, I remember why. yesterday I turned in first gear and I stalled out. Yeah, so don't do that. <laughs> and then we were close to a tree and I couldn't figure out how to reverse. Because the kid had to take over. I think second gear is a good way to to get some uh get some good acceleration. Like it's low enough, but it's not too low. Like you can you can be in second gear when you're going pretty slow and and pick up speed pretty fast. Um, mm-hmm. Someone once told me that you should be shifting when you get up to around two thousand RPMs. I mm-hmm. I don't know what the reasoning behind that or, or what like what that's for, but it it seemed to do me pretty well. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's something about the RPMs. Like, if they go too too high, then you have to shift. You have to shift up. Yes, because like... you can you can hear the engine start to struggle. And I mean, that's when you're driving an automatic transmission. You can you can hear you when can your car it. shifts. Like you can yeah, you can, I hear it. You can see your RPMs it. go up, and you'll you'll feel the I mean, car like shift. I mean, like Princess gears. Beyonce, my little old car. You could definitely feel her <laughs> shift up. She complained a little when that happened. Yeah. I want that car back. <laughs> yeah, Princess Beyonce was good. It was literally the most basic car you could ever possibly get. It was a little Toyota Corolla. Corolla. Like what? What year was that? Like two thousand two. Two thousand one. It was a two thousand one Toyota Camry Corolla. 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 And uh, it it just it didn't have any frills whatsoever. You looked on the dashboard, Perfect. and it was like it had the speed and your gas and the time, and that was it. Like it didn't have. It didn't any... have the time either. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have anything extra it had like the basic am fm radio yeah and, was... and it had a tape deck oh god but i replaced that all that and got like a fancy it's like yeah. a bareboats car with like a fancy little satellite radio in it yep it was and basically used... like it was it was baby's first car essentially like yeah yeah had had no extras whatsoever it was a, it was a good little car though. It it did it did a lot of good for us collectively as a family, I think. Yeah. It was good for me. I, I liked it. She traveled well. I think we have to wrap this episode up. I think we you know, we have so much to say about cars we don't even want to stop because That's true. we just know so much and we have so much wisdom about cars to impart. Alright, just really just really quickly, let's just roll Color through. Color is everything. How to, Color yeah. is the most important thing. If it's not a dope color, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, if it's not a sick color, if you if you buy a fancy car and don't put a, a nice color on it, like people are gonna want to key your car if your if your car is like bright yeah. green. But also, racing what's the stripes point make of it having go faster. It? That's true. Everyone knows that racing stripes and flames, they make it mm-hmm. go faster. If you have both, it goes really 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 fast. Um, mm-hmm. Always wear your seatbelt. Check. Make sure your mirrors are adjusted. Uh. T- uh don't uh wear your seatbelt. Make, seat belt. make you sure that? to make sure to turn all the way around in your seat when you're in reverse so you can so you can get a good yep. visual on everything behind you. Turn all don't, the don't way just, around. Don't just rely on your mirrors cuz that's how you get into accidents. Don't you, when you're when you're, you're parked on the side of the road and there's a lot of traffic which, What? Which of these are real advices and which are fake? I don't know anymore. This is this okay. is real though because this was bullshit. When you're when you're parked on the side of the road and you want to get out into the road, like you're you're leaving the parking spot, and there's a lot of cars yeah. coming by you, wait until you actually have time to make like Just a three point it. turn. No, don't. Just <laughs> go for it. Everyone, everyone will see you and go around you. I fine. I did this. There was a lot of people going by, and I saw a gap where I was like, okay, I can if I can make this if I can do it really fast, but if I have to make an extra back and forth to get out this person has plenty of time to see what i'm trying to do and go around me or stop and Mm. uh this person was driving a minivan with two children two small two small children in the back seat not wearing seat belts and in a school zone by the way i was parked literally in front of an elementary school this guy was going way too fast by uh, i can tell by the way he hit me he rammed into the side of me so hard that it dragged my car oh up my against God. the car that was previously parked behind me and also knocked my front bumper clean off my car. 
I, I, we had to look for my bumper because I had no idea where it went. It was underneath uh, some Jesus. other car that was like two cars up. And somehow I got a ticket for causing the accident. Yep. So that's how to drive a car. We did it. And we also found out what we were talking about as, as we talked about it. So that's always good. Um, thank you again. Again, to our musical guests this week, Angie Capone and The Vibes with their song special. If you'd like to hear more from Angie Capone and The Vibes, please go to the link we provided in the description below. Thank you also to Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. More work by Ethan at ethangustafson.com. And we'd also like to thank Natalie Spitzel for our cover art. You can find more work for her and get in contact with her for commissions and stuff like that at nataliespitzel.com. Yeah. Downtime with John and Emily is sponsored by Audible.com. If you'd like a free 30-day trial to Audible and everything it has on offer, please go to audibletrial.com slash downtime. Get your free 30 days. We'd also really appreciate it if you liked, rated, and subscribed to us on whatever podcast app you are currently listening on. Yeah. If you haven't gone in and done that, please give us a rating uh, or just, you know, a shout-out. If you'd like to hear yeah. any musician, anything in particular, uh, we're always looking for music. If you'd like to submit, if you know someone who'd like to submit, please go to downtime, uh, email us at downtimesubs at gmail.com or you can submit right on our website, getdowny.com. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you. Avenge me. Avenge me.